The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rodney United Podcast. Uh, Mick's having fun already. Why are we chuckling, Mick? <laughs> There's a bloke park next to me. He's got dog ink car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Mick's, for him, there's no Mick's in the car park in Wales over his favourite venue for Mick to be in. Um, there's a man next to him with a dog. Okay. I've heard about these. I've heard about these car parks and dogs, but I'm not sure it's the same thing we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've done that joke before. <laughs> you can do it again if you want, though. No, no. <laughs> um, we have Kev Johnson back with us tonight. Thank you for joining us again, Kev. No problem. Nice to be back, and we've got Ben uh, back with us as well. Hello, Benjamin. Hello. You look very smart in that top. Is that a proper Robin top? Yeah, it's a Robin top. It is a Robin top. It's just got a collar. That's why it looks smart. Yeah. It just looks like a proper, proper shirt. I know. I'm going to do top button, but then I look like I've actually got a full on shirt on. So. And you can't be doing top button in this weather. It's far okay. too hot for that. Um, yeah, so we're going to cover a few different things tonight. There's not much happened since we last recorded, to be honest with you, from a Brother United point of view. Um, so I don't suspect we'll be covering an hour and ten minutes, whatever we know on the cover, but We'll see where we get. I'm sure somebody else will pop up a mixed car park, which will give us some else to talk about. <laughs> um, I'll let you know. <laughs> Alfie not um, the cover is too hot, and S64 Miller's with us as well. Um, we're recording it. We got we're recording live a bit earlier because the Women's Euros, New York Stadium, involved at a major tournament. Then, um, excited? Uh, yeah, I am actually. I mean, obviously, it's good to get some uh, some kind of more more people going to New York and more people knowing about Rotherham. Uh, I seen I seen someone put uh, some journalist called it a, a small stadium or some some BBC reporter said why are we having it in small stadiums or something like that from the BBC actual BBC which is before an article went on BBC website yeah um, and, and I think I'll, I'll I'll try and find quote for you because it's uh, it's a beaut it's an absolute beaut. Okay. Look forward to that. Um, I'll, I'll find it. You'll find it, yeah. Alfie Knopp says this as well. This is a sort of most important one that covers us, really. I think you have paid for great flood, uh, floodlights and the power of the floodlights <laughs> are Premier League standard. And it's good to get exposure, Kev, from Rotherham's point of view. Rotherham's on a European stage, but from a selfish point of view, we're getting upgrades to a stadium which, if not, are certainly heavily helped cost-wise by UEFA and effort. Yeah, def- definitely. As far as as far as I'm aware, 200 grand as well for them, floodlights. So, um, and um, goal line technology as well, I believe, has been put in, which mm. is going to stay as well for next season. I think we'd have needed it anyway. So, yeah. good old um, Tony Stewart's not to in his pocket again. <laughs> hey, he knows the bargain when he sees one, doesn't he? Don't he just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Um, Danny's not with us tonight because Danny is going down to New York Stadium for the Italy 
Italy France game, isn't it? On Sunday yeah. evening. Um, but he'll be reporting back. He's going to do a bit of a bit of a report um, at the ground and feedback to us on Thursday, um, so we can find out what it's like a European stadium. Um, Mick, do you particularly like the boards around the side, the uh, electronic sponsorship boards? I feel like we're uh, a Premier League club. Is on mute, isn't it? Yeah. Mick, you're on mute. <laughs> 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 oh, classic. I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep sound at dog barking out, but never mind. We'll... We can't hear dog. It's fine. Yeah, Back, you right, can, right. but whatever. I think it's I think it's great that, and hopefully we'll keep them and uh, be able to advertise both his scrapyard on them and stuff like that. Be great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That, term, that that BBC article, the, the headline is Some Euro 2022 matches featuring the biggest stars of women's football are being played in small northern stadiums. But does that matter? No. <laughs> That's, well, no. That is. I mean, geez. It's not even a sellout. It's not even sold out, is it? So. Well, well that's it. You've got to, you've got to, there's no point holding every single game at Wembley. If you're not, Italy, France, and Iceland are not going to sell out in England. So it makes sense no. to have a stadium that sort of fits the, the capacity. That sort of makes sense for me. It does anyway. Yeah. I'm pretty sure New York Stadium is only a couple of thousand less than Brentford's ground, but there's no mention of that, is there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Andy Parker <laughs> says that in comments. Yeah, is Brentford not small? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Mm. Yeah. Written by a Wednesday fan of hers. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're baffled why we've not held it at their ground, aren't they? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Um, John Morell says electronic boards wow a slow weekend <laughs> it has to be fair <laughs> although to be fair for us electronic boards is new you know we've never had it before so listen we, 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 we ought to get John on because he's definitely not having a slow week is he with that um, Banzai Bassini looking at their club <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh got yeah there's on John there's no wonder you come on podcast mate stay away from Birmingham come support us pal <laughs> yeah, um, I think we've lost Kev Kevill back in a minute. I think. Um, where shall we start, Mick? There's not, like I said, we've not got a great deal to start with. Um, Kevin's back with us. Okay. <laughs> I think I was, I was laughing at that Birmingham comment and I pressed wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you anyone hear the um, talks by interview with Simon Jordan and that was amazing, wasn't it? Wow, unbelievable! Wow. I mean, there's, there's, there's also the. Have you seen the tweet that uh, Simon Jordan mm. or the, the the text message? Yeah. That um, Simon Jordan received off off him afterwards. I mean, that is just. <clears throat> I, no, I, what, what did it say? I mean, I can't repeat it. it. <laughs> you know, can't repeat it. I'll, I'll share it. I'll, I'll private message you later. Yeah. Then. Mm. If it's, yeah. Yeah, essentially, essentially, basically, about he's offering him out. He's, he's telling him yeah. to meet him at school gates at four o'clock, essentially. <laughs> For a million pounds, yeah, 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 crazy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just another example of be very grateful that you support Robin yeah. United. Very, very Absolutely. grateful. Um, yeah, well, when we play Birmingham later in the season, we, we might have a chat with the Birmingham fan about that. <laughs> relegation battle, it probably will be to be honest. Although the yeah. reckons they win the league, they've come back to win the league, mm. hasn't he? So, yeah, let's see. Um, it's about wrong club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cover the ticket issue that we briefly mentioned last week. So the story behind this is that Reading have said that every club that reciprocates the offer, they will make it £20 flat fee for away fans at their stadium. I think up to date, six clubs have signed up to this deal, uh, this pact. And Mick, it's on the face of it, it's a really good deal. I think you. When we look at, we'll talk about the Fulham costs in a minute, which, which came out of the weekend. This is a, it's a good sign, it's a, it's a good gesture, um, but I don't think we'll be taking part. Do you think Robin will be taking part in it? No, I don't. I don't. And and listen, I I, I get the I, I'm 100% behind the 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 sort of the idea behind it, and it's great if you're a stadium that holds 30,000, 35,000, whatever. Um, it's it's a really really good idea, and it's great for supporters and and. And the fact that Reading have got no money and are still doing it is 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 makes it even better, doesn't it? I suppose. <laughs> However, a little dig there. I thought I'd get that one in. Um, from from our point of view, 
you know, we're going to sell out away and out virtually every week in in, in, uh, in championship. Um, and, and all we will be doing is cutting our revenue um, just, just as a matter of principle. So I, I, it's a bit of a difficult one because in principle, it's a great idea. But in practice, for clubs of our size, with grounds of our size, it, it 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 doesn't benefit us in any way. In fact, it it, it causes us a problem. Whereas, like I said, clubs with bigger grounds, it doesn't. So, I can't see Tony taking it on. Uh, taking it on, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's important, uh, Kev. That the size of the ground that we're going to sell out our, our away end every week, or not far every week at Championship. That's one of the good things for us is getting Championship. We get a full ground from an away yeah. end point of view. Don't make a difference for Cardiff. I think or I think I've signed up for it. I don't think it makes a difference for Blackburn. They're going to sell as many tickets as they want anyway. So it, it makes sense for them to pick, lower it so they get more in. We're, we're at capacity anyway, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like Mick says, I, I can't can't repeat exactly the same. That we're gonna we're gonna we are gonna sell out every single week, no matter what. Um, sorry for Reading and Birmingham. They have got ten, fifteen thousand seats every week. So. Makes perfect sense for it. And, you know, you're right, 20 is plenty. It should, should be capped to that, but it's not. And for us small clubs, uh, we, you know, we need that extra £8 per ticket coming in. So, yeah, we, we'll, we'll not do it. 100% we'll not do it. Mm. No, I mean, I, I don't think we've announced our ticket prices for the new season. There may be an increase from last time because obviously the season ticket price have increased. So you might expect a couple of quid extra. Mm. Um, on the cost, Ben. But again, we're, we're in the championship. A lot of our income is based on ticket sales. When we haven't got a multi-billionaire <coughs> pumping money for fifteen grand a week on a thirty-one-year-old player, whatever it is, we ain't got that. So money needs yeah. to come from ticket sales, doesn't it? Yeah, nice. Um, I've got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, yeah. What? What? What actually is it? I don't. I don't really know what it is. Uh, we basically, ready to come out and said that we will offer. Fans, away fans, uh, twenty pound, twenty pound a ticket, flat fee. You won't be any more as long as the, uh, your club agrees to it. So, for example, I know Cardiff have. So, when Cardiff play Cardiff, when Cardiff play Rennet, Cardiff ground, the away ticket twenty quid, and when Reading play host Cardiff, the away ticket is twenty quid, basically. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. I can't. I, 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 I said I said the same you with Mick and Kev, uh, so I don't really have anything else to say on that. Um, yeah, we need uh, the money from the thing. We are a little club. We're uh, we're actually a sustainable club, mm. so we don't get hundred million on hundred million in one year on sponsors, then not the next. We have consistent income every year. Well, I believe anyway. I'm not the tax man, so that's what I believe. Um, so yeah, nothing else to say on that. Okay, I come to you. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, Ben. I'll sit you up then. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, and it's worth mentioning, mate. We, we talk, I, mean, I briefly mentioned the Fulham ticket price and the complete farce that they are charging, what the, the costs that they're charging people. Um, it's something like £70 for a child's ticket, is one of the costs. <clears throat> Um, in their brand new st- in their brand new stand, they've got you know hundred pounds for OAP, a bit more for, <laughs> for adults. Um, and I know they've gone to Premier League, and I know they've got to you know they've got to make a, make a bit more money. But there's got to come to a point where you think that that's just not that's just bang out of order. Yeah, that's for home fans. That's away fans are playing. I think the away fans are still capped at thirty quid for the Premier League. That they've all got an agreement in place. <laughs> so is this is an away end up for them. They're into actually the way end up for them, is there? I thought it was the same stand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just profiteering, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah. Uh but it's London as well. So, you know, they, they, they obviously feel that they can they can charge whatever the hell they like in London and um, you know, we just price out normal fans um to to to, to the benefit of the club. Um that's that that's Fulham, I guess. That's that's their that's their business model um if if it works for them all well and good you know but the, the it's it's farcical absolutely farcical that <laughs> you can support liverpool and go to fulham and pay 30 quid support fulham and go to fulham and have to pay 100 quid i mean it just mm-hmm. makes absolutely zero sense mm-hmm. at all yeah. um, <clears throat> and ultimately what's going to end up happening if if it's not policed properly is you're going to end up with own fans in away end yeah because yeah. it's cheaper 
and, and it's not just it's not like it's a fiver cheaper. It's mm. it's sixty seventy percent cheaper. Mm. It's bizarre. So anyway, that, yeah, I mean, the, um, yeah. the the cheapest adult ticket is sixty five pounds. Um, the most wow. expensive is a hundred. Do they actually need money though? The, the amount they get for promotion from TV rights and all that is that. Said that you know, ten thousand seats at sixty-five pounds a tea. I'm kind of massive. What's that? Is it sixty-five or six hundred fifty grand? Sixty-five grand is it? At ten thousand yeah. seats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, how much do they get paid off Sky to show one game? It's it's pointless. They it's ridiculous. It's it's that is well scandalous. Mm. Yeah, and they have got a multi-billion-pound owner. Uh, can't remember his first name. Khan owns another owns mm. a team in America. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's you. There's your answer to it. America. Yeah, there's your answer. Hmm. Yeah. They don't have to do what, do they? It's 650,000, mate. Oh, no. Six, yeah, but even 650, yeah. Mick, it's still how much was Sky paying for per game or their, yeah, their yeah, share yeah. at the end of the season? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a lot. I mean, how many home games would they have? 19 home games, would it be? 19 home games, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, again, I'm crap at maths. What, 11 million pound extra revenue for 10,000 people? It's mm. They get 140 just for going up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the Premier League. Uh, it just, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really to slag clubs off, but it just shows you Fulham's a bit of a tourist club. Because I wouldn't mm-hmm. pay that. The problem is, I'd start charging them them prices. There's a good chance I won't be going. Yeah. It's just not right to charge those. I know we would never. Um, but absolute shocker they've had their Fulham. <laughs> absolute <Yeah>. shocker. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, right. Moving on to more positive stuff. We're only what ten days away, Kev, from the Legends Night at Rotherham Rugby Club. Yeah, mate. Yeah, week week on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So Going quick, really exciting. We're going to go through. Uh, Kev's put on Twitter today. If you've not seen, we'll go through it now. With what what questions do we want to see asked mm. to Ben Pringle, Mark Todd, Ronnie Moore, John Brecky, and Guy Branston and Howard Webb? Yep. They get everybody. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to go through what we'd ask them, um, <laughs> and then go from there. If anybody wants to put some in the comments, we will try and find these and then pass them on to Kev and. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, ben, I'm going to start with you, mate. What, which one of those first would you like to ask a question to? What question would you ask them? Uh, it would be Howard Webb. And I heard a story that in the World Cup final, he only booked in yesterday because he saw him put his shirt back on. Right. Didn't see him take his shirt take his shirt off. Yeah, he just saw it put it back on. I was just asking if it's true. <laughs> well he must have took it off, put it back on. That's what I'd be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 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 He put two and two together and got four correctly any that time. Yeah. yeah. Although he, he could have just took it off to chain it around or check it out. It could have been out, couldn't it? But good question actually that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh Mick. Kev, I'm, I'm gonna ask this and I don't know whether you were like you were allowed to uh, well, I do. Mm. Questions were allowed to ask Howard Webb. I assume yeah. not like asking about his upcoming potential job. Um, <laughs> I think. I think. I think. You, I think he's open to answering any question. If I'm honest, mate. Yeah. It's all, well, my question will be, Howard, will you please sack Gavin Ward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gavin Ward. Uh, no, listen. Yeah. Yeah. I've got loads of questions for Howard. I've got not loads. Kettle. Not Kettle, Mick. Kettle's retired, isn't he? Yeah. I think uh, even though even though he's not on panel, um, Webby, I think he's gonna get a lot of questions asked to him because obviously something different in it. You know, some mm. due, due to the power of Twitch and other social media, you, you tend to find a lot of stuff out, but no one's actually been able to ask a World Cup mm. referee, World Cup final referee a direct question. So it's gonna be interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Power Med UK yeah. says he'd like to ask Howard Webb, why do, why do Rotherham always get a raw deal from referees? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, it's going to be difficult for Howard, isn't it? You know, because of this, obviously, the job that he's taking on now, he's going to have to be very careful in, as yeah. to what he what he can and can't discuss, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, I know we, we spoke to him and, and we'll get, we were hoping to get him on podcast before the new season starts. Um, but I, I, I suspect now, because of because of that job, it's it's not really appropriate for him to to be showing his support for any any, any specific football club, is it? So, um, so that might change. I, I mean, you put me on the spot with these questions, Matt, but 
the only the only one that I can think of that springs to mind. You didn't text me and tell me you were going to ask me, so don't be looking like that. I might not have actually. I did. No, you didn't know. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, we could always ask Ronnie if he's still a bit upset that he didn't make it into our um, our greatest eleven team. So, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we kind of upset him a little bit with that one. <laughs> well, it did make it into it did make it, but not as a player. No, he made it as greatest ever manager. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. not as a but, uh, we can't take responsibility for that. To be fair, that was a public vote. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah, Mick, mine. <laughs> yeah. I definitely made mine. And we can blame you, Mick, because when we were put put these, up, we shortlisted four players, and you were the only one that saw him play. So you are one hundred percent at fault for that, Mick. Right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, they saw him play. I also saw him manage, and I saw what he brought to this town as a manager. And it's something that I'll never ever forget. Hmm. He started. He almost started the revolution. Almost since he started yeah. the comeback of as being, well, not great. That's a bad word to use, but you know, being successful. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it weren't for Ronnie, how many more years would have been? Would have been? Would we have been hmm. stuck in Division Three? Because we hmm. were the club had completely stalled. Hmm. Uh, no ambition, and Ronnie took over. His achievement at the club is probably the best the club's ever seen. We all love what Warren is doing now. Mm. But he's got backing of a club. He's got backing of his chairman. Uh, mm. He's got the, he's got the fan base behind him. When Ronnie took over, he had none of that really. The fan base were barely behind the club because of what happened before. The chairman was not going to invest much money. Mm. Um, yeah, it'd be good, good to hear Ronnie's stories. That yeah, then a lot, a lot of people my age and a bit older grew up on Ronnie more, didn't they? Either playing mm-hmm. or managing. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to asking uh, and hearing some of his stories. Mm. Uh, ben, we spoke to Pringle on podcast. You know, you do actually. What would you ask Pringle, Ben Pringle? Uh, what was it like in the dressing room at half time at that um, Lane Orient game? Wembley. Wembley. What Probably quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quiet, until, quiet until Cheeseburger walked in. Yeah. <laughs> then, it, then it livened up. I do think I've had a few people message me on Twitter and that and ask like a lot of the questions are, I'll not repeat one here because they're saving for the night, but they are aimed at Ben Pringle asking me a lot of questions about Steve Evans and certain things. So he's going to be in for a busy night, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good Steve Evans. Yeah, he'd be great. You know, one day if we all ask Steve Evans' question, I don't know what he'd be able to answer, to be honest with you. Um, mm. He's been on with Gab Sutton, hasn't he, Steve Evans? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on Twitter the day, wasn't it? Like a live mm. Twitter thing. Uh, it were all Stevenage based, though, weren't it? It weren't yeah. anything Rotherham based or anything like that. <clears throat> uh, Did it have subtitles on? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, I think so. We're going to put a question into Stevenage, see if they'll let us have Steve Evans on. Although, he might not be able to talk about some some stuff. How are you kidding? I'd like to get some clips of bad refereeing decisions against us and ask Howard Webb to do a ref watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to see that as well, to be honest with you. Um, I think he's going to have enough of them next season to watch the back of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark Todd's the one that's sort of before my time, so I don't know much about him. I know he's a defender. Um, Kev Mid- midfielder, or midfielder, yeah. midfielder. <laughs> midfielder. midfielder. Let me write that down. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, very, I mean, probably when I first started watching Robin, really, early teen years, and that, yeah, great midfielder, box to box, good energy. Um, obviously, I think he's more famous for playing for Sheffield United and Man United. Um, and I think again, that's going to be some questions aimed at him regarding. Uh, I believe Alex Ferguson was the manager at the time when they were at Man U. So, uh, are, we com- are we coming? I'm not sure. I might be wrong with that, but there's going to be some questions around that. Yeah. Yeah. Mick, Mick obviously probably saw him a lot more than I did, really, but good player. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I just echo what you said there, Kev. Um, really, really good player. Um, and uh, yeah, love, love a good mm. combative midfielder, and, 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 and that were him as well. So, yeah, like him. He's a great speaker as well. Um, he's, he's one of he's one of Brett's guests in lounge most weeks, and he, he's regularly on stage and he's, he speaks really well. Very, you know, he got a lot of stories. It'll, it'll be fun on that. I guarantee that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, and Guy Branston, 
Uh, it's, I think the only one we haven't mentioned yet. Um, again, I, there's going to be some stories. The obvious one is the one where he punched the referee's door in it. That's the obvious. Or is it the obvious? Is that the obvious one? Or is it uh, Huckabee one? They're the, the two Huckabee. stories I can't believe. I'm really looking forward to it, to be honest. Was the Huckabee yeah. one in the tunnel? Yeah. Is it in the tunnel? Yeah. Leon, I think it involved Leon McKenzie as well. I think we have got that written down as a question. Yeah, it involves Leon McKenzie. And, uh, we are we are saying a few spoilers. I, I, talk, I, I talked to him recently, and years after, years after, he wanted he wanted to train to London, and Leon McKenzie on the same train. It's the first time he'd seen him since that thing in the tunnel. Yeah. And it, the the outcome was they had a good laugh and joke about it, and they're all right now. <laughs> Good. We were a boxer. I think you were pretty. We were pro boxer. I think, weren't you, Mackenzie? Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game was amazing, and that game it was, was an amazing game. I've yeah. actually got a confession about that game. Go on. <laughs> I, I um, for, I'm not condoning it. So anyone listening, I'm not condoning it. But I, when Craig Huckabee dove for that penalty, I threw a pie or what left me pie, and it hit him <laughs> on the shoulder. <laughs> he actually I, I tweeted about it a few years back and he actually replied saying oh well that you cheers <laughs> I'm, surprised, I'm surprised he didn't go down again <laughs> yeah. that was a thing though that mill moment that we talked about before when we played Watford when Gianluca Viali were manager somebody threw a pie somebody threw a puck of pie at Gianluca Viali <laughs> it's just the most random thing to the most beautiful <clears throat> that, that weren't me that would <laughs> yeah well it's gonna be great to hear stories like that time them days at Millmore Mick, were just epic yeah. against against these big players these big teams these huge names uh, to hear yeah, yeah. stories from Ronnie Brex and, and Kai about all these it's gonna be amazing yeah absolutely you know the, the, the West Ham game where they refused to get changed in tunnel uh, in, at club yeah. and, and all those yeah. sorts of things and um, what's his face Sheringham diving for a free kick at edge at box which I think got them winner in end, um, but that was another one. It was one that was a period when when it had just this sort of behaviour had, mm. had just started to sneak into football in this country. Yeah. Um, and Teddy Sheringham, I, I thought at the time, I remember think being incredibly disappointed, incredibly disappointed with him on that day, and and I never looked at him again as a footballer in the same light after that because, you know, I felt he was a, a really really good player. You know, he he he. He played for England. Obviously, played at, he played at Spurs for a long time, and and you, I just thought, yeah, he's a he's a really classy footballer. And then he mm. then he just goes and does something like that mm. and finds it hilarious and funny and everything else. And I just thought, you know what? Nah, mate, not for me, not for me. Mm. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I agree. That, that was the time it, it sort of, it definitely came in. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what we, I will, me and Kevin are going to talk about this afterwards. We're, we're trying to try and record it. Mm. And then for people that can't go, whether it's audio or video, one way or another, we'll try and get it out so people can donate to Royal Hospice um, and have a listen to what I'm sure is going to be some great, great stories from that night. We're looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Even if you just did the um, record of the Q&A session, because obviously yeah. people who uh, people are going lucky enough, there is a you know there's a comedian on, there's a band on, really good band there, playing at the tram lines weekend after. Um, very good band. We're obviously auction prize. We've got, I don't know if anyone's seen on Twitter, I've just posted some pictures of Grace Kelly. Young Rotherham fan, she's digitally drawn some all the legends. They're brilliant, so we're gonna sell them on the night. Um, probably you know five or ago, but personally signed by the guys. And yeah, he's gonna we're gonna hopefully fingers crossed raise. Well, target seven grand. So let's see that that be as that be his aim. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, mm. we, we love Grace. She's she's done a couple of pictures. She's amazing. Isn't she? I've seen those pictures. Fantastic. They're amazing. They're really mm. good. Uh, and Ben, it's a special day for you on Legends Night, isn't it? Do you want to tell everybody why it's such a special day? Uh, it's my birthday. Ah. Is it yeah. appropriate to tell everybody how old you're going to be? Uh, I'm going to be 18. 18? It's the big <laughs> one! <laughs> yeah, fe- fetch your ID then. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> You'll not be drinking though, Ben, will you? Uh, I might do a little bit. Only a little bit though. No you're, shot, uh, you're not full back on back full on training now. <laughs> yeah, but a pint won't hurt. One pint. <laughs> uh, that's what I said. <laughs> no no pint, no pine peas though, Ben. Can't have them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look forward to that. We'll cover that next week. And also we should get a shout out. Danny Danny will be back on the podcast Thursday, the charity match uh, flash lanes on Saturday. 
uh, which we'll also give a shout out to Danny, because um, he's sadly coming. Mick and Ben will be at that one as well. When you discussed um, it the other night, Matt, on the on the podcast, he told us all about it, what were happening, where it were, and everything else, but not what time it starts. He didn't. Tell one, I did, no. one o'clock in it, I think. Is it one kickoff? Or 12? I will find out while we're talking. Um, and then I'll come back to you. I'll text Danny now as we're speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Uh, listen, you put me on the spot with those questions, mate. I thought I'd do the same for you. Just return <laughs> saver, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's very kind of you. Very, very kind of you. Anytime, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, S6 Formula says, Don't worry, Ben, you won't be the youngest there because Chris will be there with the pictures. So you won't be the youngest. Um, John Brell says, He'll be legally able to highly recommend beer adverts. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to get a beer sponsor? We haven't got a beer sponsor. Move on. Move on. Um, Craig Riley with one where we weren't going to talk about, but we will. Craig Riley says he's heard Ben Wiles has gone. Oh, I'll, I'll I look up this. I haven't heard anything. I don't know if you guys have heard anything nope. since it's been rejected. No, I heard, I heard, I heard they were miles away from... They were, I think last bid was £2 million and which, mm. uh, from what I've been told, <coughs> Tony Stewart said it's no, no less than four, so unless they've, unless they've doubled their offer overnight, I, 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 I might be wrong, but I've not heard anything. Yeah, they're trying to throw the money about a little bit. They tried to go after O'Hare at Coventry, but apparently they want £12 million. For him, but even if they didn't get him, he's a different position. He's, I think I think he's a bit deeper than Wilesy would play. So it's not mm. if, they, if they if they don't get him, they're going to go for Wilesy. It's all a bit yeah yeah mixed up. But I'm judging what they paid for Scott Twine. I mean, exactly. don't get me wrong, he was fantastic last year. Scott Twine, brilliant player, mm. but he's had one good season at League One level. Whereas Wiles has played, I think he's, well, he's played at least one or maybe two mm. seasons in Championship. Yeah. Uh, so if he's with four, then you've got to at least match that for a while, surely, for me. Minimum. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, ben, you went with us last time. Anything to add on the Wiles chat? Uh, on the if, if they hit, 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 the, hit the money, then he's free to go. I think all Robin fans would wish him well. But yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, Unless he goes to Wednesdays. Let's go to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, clubs need to be respectful, Ben. They need to pay the money that we want to pay. We're not little old Rotherham anymore, are we? So I want my computer first. Always you. <laughs> uh, I just said about just said about the costs of Wiles and people not paying it. People have got yeah. to start respecting others as a club that we're not going to take three hundred k and a selling fee. Yeah, well, obviously I heard I heard the the Scott Twine part, and yeah, I mean if he's worth four million, um, then Wiles is worth minimum four million. Hmm. It's idea. I've already expressed my views on Burnley. I don't like them as a club. Oh. They're, they're another funny club, well, aren't they? I mean, go on, sorry, sorry, Ben. No, go on. I was, yeah, they're not very good at, at making good good business decisions, are they? Because Saki and Sean Dyche worked out from really well. <laughs> yeah, that's where I read, and obviously, again, I listened to talks about going to work, and Simon Jordan's not a massive fan of Burnley either, and he, mm. he regularly comments on how the runners are business and how they've done, how they finance things and stuff like that. So, yeah, strange one. Yeah. The, gam- the gambling again. You're spending potentially spending up to twelve million quid. You spent four million on the league, one league, one player. Mm-hmm. Another one from Oxford. The gambling, the parachute money in one season again, which was yeah. they already, they'd already gambled to stay up, which failed. Mm-hmm. Um, with an untested, unproven manager and in, at this level, sorry. Um, yeah. Um, for it's it's come- Go on. Okay. Now I'm going to say it's been interesting to see Vincent Company on touchline to be fair against Warren. It'd be nice, nice to see. Yeah, yeah. interesting. It won't be the first big big name to come down to New York Stadium and walk over his tailbone to his legs, would it? Yeah. <laughs> they could get sent off. What, like Frank uh, Lampard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lampard did. Oh. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> um, the game on Saturday, the charity game, flashlight on Saturday. Kickoff is one. Kickoff is at one. Um, but we've said for everybody to get there around twelve. I think they're doing. I think they're doing a raffle. They're definitely doing a raffle. I know that. Um, and like I said they've got Guy Branston playing, and Danny's going to try and be a striker against Guy Branston, which I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, there we go. Um, moving on. It's, before we move on to anything, is any other transfer room? Has anybody's heard? It's been we only recorded four days ago, but I've not heard anything in that space of time really. So pretty quiet, which I sort of makes me. 
It's all makes me feel happy. I trust that there's something going on, really. I do anyway. All what I'm curious about is obviously we've signed Washington and Eve, so we've got two big men in. We've, we must be we must be looking at signing a number like you know at Will Grigg or someone who yeah. can hold the ball up and play it that way. Because uh, but that's gone quiet. The Grigg the Grigg story. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a strange one. I, it was true mm. with MK Dons, but I can't. It doesn't fit the bill of an MK Dons player, so I can't see him staying at MK Dons. Mm. Um, I thought that was only because he, that was the nearest club, and I, I know he'd already played there, so I'm guessing yeah. he's, he's already had relationships there. I think one who worried about his fitness, weren't he? Because obviously yeah. missed last last quarter of the season and basically proved his fitness. And he, you know, he is knocking on a bit, but I still think personally he could do a job at, at that level. Mm. Yeah, I agree. If he, if he comes available and proves his fitness, I'd be, I'd be more than happy to see him back in a red and white shirt. Yeah. Uh, well, it's no coincidence that our, our dip in form towards the end of last season, well, when he got injured. Yeah, exactly. Mm. 100%. <clears throat> Uh, right, um, we have a quick chat on Cheryl from Cheryl Stone. Says Watford on Watford are on Sky four times within the first month. Money to money, um, yeah. But the positive is then that we're not on Sky. Uh, I'm very happy about that. No messing about with yeah. kickoff times. No condescending commentary. Yeah, all good for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say being on Sky sometimes it is awful, isn't it? It is awful. <laughs> yeah. When it, especially when it's an away game. When it's home, it's all right because you're there and you don't have to listen to commentary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it is it is dross. But hey, listen, they they always have these. Sky always have the the wonder the what they called Golden Boy clubs. They, you know they had Leeds where they had them on. I think forty five mm. games out of forty six when they were last in Championship, mm. and uh, they do it the same with Watford. So Sunderland uh, seems to be their favourite. I think Sunderland won two or three times in that first month as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the midweek games will continue to be on the red button on Sky, although that's not mm. been confirmed. But you can, you could if you wanted to pay tenner and listen to a decent commentary if you wanted to through iFollow. Um, Does that affect iFollow? Because I, uh, I know last season there were a couple of clashes, weren't there? And if it were on the red button, I were on iFollow. So I'd... I think well, it was that if it's on the red button, if, if Sky Pick is their main game, it won't be on iFollow. Right. But all the midweek games or should be or the rest of them will be on the red bone and I follow. Right. It's like the Wednesday game when we played them, that was not their main game, so you could you could have like, done the I follow, I yeah. think. Um yeah. I think they're extending the I follow. I've seen Andy Holt tweet about that they're extending it over the Christmas period, which will not get into the complicated finances of it. because um, <laughs> that's that's a whole other story. But I think it's good that they're extending it a bit. We're only a season away from every game being an eye thought, to be honest with you. <laughs> We're not far away. Um, so that'd be nice. Um, friendlies coming up. We've got two friendlies coming this week, which is, which is I think, worth mm. certainly worth talking about. Uh, we've got Salford, I think, Salford's Tuesday, Harrogate Wednesday, I think. Um, I think it's that way around. Again, okay, I'll check while we're talking. Thought Salford or Wednesday, I might be wrong. Probably might be right, actually. We'll have a look. Um, is this when we can start? Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. Harry got on Tuesday, Salford Wednesday. I'll finish the rest of Mansfield on Saturday away. Donny next Tuesday, so week on Tuesday, and then Crew the following Saturday, which is the final one before the season starts. Uh, I know you can't take loads from friendlies anyway, Mick. But is this when you start looking at performances because they've been away for a week, they've had a couple of days rest, and we go again, or is it still too early? Uh, for me, it, the, the... They're just practice games. They're just they're just getting some time on ball, time on pitch, time playing together. I, they're irrelevant for me in the, in the sense of you know drawing any sort of conclusions from results or, or or anything else. Yeah, you can look at individual performances and and maybe maybe as you get sort of towards that back end, Donny and crew, you can maybe start to look at formations and um, and team performances. But as as far as what you can actually draw from any 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 results or anything like that, I, you, well, you can't. They're pointless. In in my and this is this is purely anecdotal. I can't guarantee that this is right, but in my memory, whenever we've had a bad pre-season, we gen- generally tend to go on and have a good season. You know, um, or when we, you know we've had a good season, we've probably lost three out of four friendlies or whatever. It, it, it means nothing. You know, um, it's just getting the lads playing together and. And, and and getting some understanding, that's all. Um, so, no, I, I'm drawing up from them. Ben? I don't know if you have a no. different opinion. Uh, well, 
Yeah, I do have an opinion. I I I always wanna win friendlies, right? Because that's why you play football games. Um but we obviously had a very uh, intense pre-season. Um, so a dro- uh, it's, we're not going to perform, be performing at our best. Like Mick said, <laughs> when, usually when we have a bad pre-season, we usually have a good season because it means you've had a, a good pre-season off the field, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, off the pitch anyway. Um, so yeah, obviously I want to win. I do take something from it because at the end of the day, it's still a football game uh, and you know, I mean, it's, it's still a football game. So, like, I took took certain things from that Park Gate game, which I know you, you and Mick don't like. Which you could mold about, yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell, really, because obviously you're not in the room. You don't know how the players are approaching the games. It's, it's kind of difficult, really. Mm. Yeah, OK. Kev, I don't know if you, same with me, it's not until day one of the season that you can start taking mm. it. You look at individual performances, so you know, you can say, oh, he's shone quite brightly, he had a good game. But mm. from a team perspective, it's just get to day one and we'll see where we are then. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, isn't it? Because it's weird because we've still got the, the backbone, the crux of the team. Mm. Um, and we've still got a lot of transfer. We're still we're probably going to make another four or five, maybe six signings. So it's... Mm. Whoever plays again on Tuesday might not play Wednesday, and then they might play change again Saturday. So it's it's just like like Mick says, just grass time, just get a bit of game time, a bit of fitness up. Wherever the score is completely irrelevant. We could get beat five 0 at Arrogate. Don't make no difference whatsoever. As long as as long as if we do score against Arrogate, as long as none of them do a knee slide into the crowd, I'm not bothered. What kind of club does that? You know. <laughs> listen, listen. It depends where your bar is, doesn't it? You know, you, you set your bar. Depends where you set it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see big changes. We're playing consecutive nights, so we're not going to see a full strength eleven on either day. To be honest with you, um, they'll have what well, you maybe maybe see a trialist. Although I've not seen any names or linked, uh, and we'll see the kids again. You'll I suspect to see we have what in the friend that we saw McGuckin. Warren and De Rose. You'll search through those three and maybe a few other ones as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, good luck to everybody going. Look, safe travel to everybody that's going to those. If you're going midweek preseason friendly, all respect to you, to be honest with you. Good <laughs> grounds as well, I suppose, for reasons. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only reason why we might take a few to Salford and, and yeah. Arrogate, respectively, because they are two new grounds we might not get to see next few years. No, hopefully not, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shelly RC says, intrigued to see who else is coming in. Surely it's no coincidence that number 10 and 7 are both free. I agree, Shelly. I know Ben doesn't care about squad numbers, but I think it's interesting that you've left those left those free, Ben. Yeah. Disagree? Uh, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's hard, man. I personally don't care about squad numbers. I don't care what... Because I, obviously I know... Squad numbers. The thing is, squad numbers have not really been important in my lifetime. I know they kind of have in Mick's lifetime and Kev's, but they haven't in mine. So it kind of depends on the manager. It depends on the manager why you're leaving. It depends. If he doesn't care, and it's fine. But if he, if he, he might have done that for a reason. I, I don't know. I don't know for one. And as I said, I'm not a football manager, so it, it, it's kind of. Tricky to comment on that, Matt. Cool. You are. I said eighty-six is still free. If you're, uh, yeah, no, I'm signing next down. week. I'm signing next week. You were meant to say that, Mick. Yeah, I'm signing oh, next week. Oh. I, I think I think the number numbers do matter to Paul Warren, and but I, th- I think they are a bit traditionalist and the beliefs and all. That. And I, I think that's why he's saving. He wants he wants an attacking midfield number seven to come in and mm. Um, mm. a striker fill that position. Yeah. I think it's almost a thing to sell to a player, almost. So you can say, right, I want, I want you to come to my club and you, mm. we, we, you, you're going to be really important to us. We're going to give you the number 10 shirt. Mm. And that's sort of, although it doesn't really matter, I get what you're saying, Ben, although it doesn't really matter, it's sort of, oh, they want me to be a, a big number. That sort of might, might be a bit of a pull. I might, I might be being a bit um, idealistic. Old-fashioned. What you say? Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned, <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. 
we'll see. We'll see who takes those numbers. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, I'll be honest. We've gone short tonight. Is, is there anything else you want to cover? Because I think we've covered everything. That's our shorter week news week it's weekend. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> um, just nip into the 45 minute mark I think we're going to get is there anything else Rotherham or tenuously Rotherham United related that we can cover this week does anybody know the final season ticket sales um, how many we've sold I haven't seen anything yet um, was it 6,000 the last one they mentioned I think so uh, that, that was a few weeks ago as well weren't it that was that quite a while ago um, mm. I've not seen anything that one still nothing at the moment <coughs> either um I've sent an email to their to the BBC Sounds team to see if, to see if there is an update because nobody's saying anything. Uh, I don't suspect there will be anything, but we'll, we'll come on to that as and when it's coming through. But... Yeah, something not right about that, isn't it? You know, yeah. There's been no contact whatsoever. There's been nothing whatsoever. Um, so something's not uh, not quite right there. But shame as well because people are quite false to that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Shame if it didn't come out. Well, hopefully, it does. Hopefully, it's just delaying it. But hmm. the quietness speaks a lot. Probably, it? probably Carl Robinson. Carl Robinson morning also about something. It'll be something to be Carl Robinson guaranteed. Carl Yeah, he'll have emailed them saying, "How come that? How come Rotherham are on first? Yeah, exactly. It will be that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never told me what to do with Rotherham. This <laughs> I don't want any part of it anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Um, on scene ticket, Brian Alt says he, think, he thinks it's over 7,000, but Powerman UK says 6-4 last he heard. So we don't know, is the answer. Do you know what? 6-4, then we're 2,500 away from That's guaranteed nine every week. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, your stragglers who add on at the end, it's good. It means we're going to have 10,000 plus every game, which is fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. First time, first time we'll have fans in the championship since what, the 2018 19 season? Or is it mm-hmm. the last time? Um, so it'll be nice to be back mm-hmm. in the stadiums. Looking forward, really looking forward to that. Ben, anything else you want us to talk about? No. no. Who are you most? Who are you most looking forward to seeing? Obviously, the Sheffield United is the main one. But who, like team-wise, are you most looking forward to seeing us playing next year? That is a good one. That is a good question. Uh, I'll be sort of sticks out there. Goes, you know what? I'm really looking forward to. There's no. We mentioned this. No, there's no Leeds United. <coughs> you know, there's no Bielsa's Leeds United. Um, <laughs> Or things like that. It's it's quite an even league, isn't it? I'm interested to see Burnley. I'm really interested yeah. to see what they yeah. go on. Um, Watford are going to be interesting again because they've got that mm. young guy from from Forest Green. Mm. Um, Mick, anything you? Uh, who stands out for you? Well, Watford won't have that young guy from Forest Green by the time we play him because we're going to be still in sack. Only by them. Um, uh, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't really know. Like, like much like you said there, there's nobody that really stands out and makes you think. Mm, you know what? I'm I'm looking forward to to having a piece of that. It, mm. it 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 really does feel like everybody's pretty much of a muchness. You've got obviously Norwich, Burnley, and um, and Watford who've come down, but Norwich are just going to continue to do what they've what they've yeah. always done. Aren't they? And you would think Watford will continue to do what they've always done. Uh, they'll go back up, and and maybe Burnley or Sheffield United through playoffs and. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to any of them more than any of the others. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I'm just get me Swansea on that opening day and let's see where we are. Come yeah, on. I, th- I think Norwich for me. Norwich is the one that stands out for me purely. Because obviously, the connection with Warney as well, and they mm. they're, they're a great set of fans. They always for traveling oh, yeah. numbers from for a distance yeah. as well. And I, I quite like the out in Norwich as well. So yeah, that, that's the one. We're, but I'm, I'm with Mick. The Burnley and Watford. Not, don't appeal to me. I'm not bothered at all. Not at all. Yeah, uh, Hull have started spending money. They're worth a mention. They've, started, they've made a couple of good signings over the weekend. Um, mm. We'll see how they pan out. But there's mm. no. I agree. There's nobody standing out. Ben, any anything? I, I don't <clears> think you will have to ask you. Bring, I'll bring you into conversation. Uh, uh, probably. I'm looking forward to Burnley. Probably. Mm. Just because you're interested. Just company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of company, I don't like Burnley, as I said, but I just company. Why don't you like Burnley? Because because I really like Sean Dyche. He did a right. lot with that club. He did a lot with a very bad team. Can we just? It was not a good team. And what he did with that team, uh, and then for them to treat him like that is, hmm. he's got karma to be fair. So I hope they don't go up. 
but I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing company in person. We seem to do well at Turf Mar as well. Mm. We have some good, we have some good results there. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It's it's fashion ground as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose we've just got rid of one one rust bucket to visit. We can go see another one now, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, right. Well, in there, we will see. Well, we will be back on Thursday, where we'll have at least two friends to talk about some some signs and whatnot. We will uh, please subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening. Five star rating if you can as well. I hope everybody enjoys the New York Stadium European experience, wherever it goes on, on Sunday evening. So that one and the future games. We're going to have a chat with Kevin once we finished about what we can do to help with the Legends Night, so it can help everybody who doesn't go to listen. Um, Mick, what is disappointing is that we've got for a full episode and you're in a car park in Wales and nothing's gone wrong. Nobody smashed my windows despite the fact that I'm sweating like a pig. It's boiling here, the sun's come out. And, and then nobody's come to ask me if I'm all right. <laughs> but they probably realise I'm English, so they'll just be laughing. Yeah. Okay. Um, ben, it's been a pleasure to see you. You've uh, not wound it up today. I like it. Thank you. Uh, but apart from Burnley fans. Apart from Burnley fans. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Apologies, Burnley fans. Uh, Kevin, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, Cheers, mate. Thank you. So thank you, everybody. And we'll see you Thursday. See you tomorrow. Thank you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.